Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and uh, here I am uh, recording a podcast that is way, way, way overdue. <laughs> this is a conversation that we've been planning for, for a couple of weeks now. Um, and on the other line, other side of this Skype call, I've got uh, someone that I've known for quite a, quite some time now, Sebastian Heyman of uh, Lincurious. Hi, Sebastian. Hi, Rick. Hey, it's great to have you on this podcast. Thank you for coming online. Uh, so, Sebastian, I mean, we've known each other, I think, uh, four years at least or something like that. Uh, and dating back to when you were still working for uh, Gephi or, or you were involved in the Gephi project, I think. Uh, but maybe you might want to introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners. Yeah, it's been quite of a travel since then. Um, so my name is Sebastian Mann. I'm currently the CEO of uh, the, a startup called Linkurious. At Linkurious, we uh, provide uh, graph visualization software on top of uh, Neo4j. And uh, we've started the, the company now four years ago uh, when... Uh, um, at, at a time when we met uh, the uh, Neo4j, uh, Neo4j people uh, to uh, better study uh, how we could help with the graph visualization into the enterprise world. So I come from more of a scientific background. I've done a PhD in computer science and uh, complex systems in Paris, in France, uh, to study the dynamics of complex networks. And I have also uh, contributed uh, to an open source project called Gephi. And Gephi had uh, a pretty huge uh, audience uh, worldwide with more than a million of downloads, thousands and thousands of uh, research papers that uh, cite uh, Gephi for, uh, for their studies. Gephi was, uh, at the time, a software to help researchers uh, extract meaningful information about networks. And we created a, um, uh, an online community so that anybody could get started, could start to understand their data that they had. Uh, at that time, uh, data was mostly stored in graph files. People exchanged graph files. And so the software was great to load a graph file and uh, explore it uh, completely. It uh, didn't work uh, when we started to use it in, uh, in the enterprise world uh, outside of uh, uh, very advanced research and uh, development uh, departments. Uh, and we created Linkurious to uh, better help uh, analysts, uh, business people, uh, people who want to find information in, uh, in complex situations to uh, better understand it. Wow. Well, Gephi was one of the first things that I used when I started to work for Neo4j, you know, as a, as a visualization tool, but also as a data exploration and loading tool even. You know, it, it was very, very popular at the time. Is it still out there, isn't it? Or uh, is, it, is it? I don't know. Yes. Yes, there is still an active community uh, contributing on it, uh, making updates. Um, it's, it's fat great client software, right? It's, it's fat client software. It is what? Fat client software. So it's it's uh, it's you install it on your on your desktop. I think. Exactly. It's a desktop based based software. So mostly for individual people. And Linkurious is like the you know the web version of that, but you know maybe a little bit more than that. Or uh, how should mm. I position Linkurious? 
I wouldn't say so because Giphy had a strong influence on uh, on Linkerius, but not in the way you could uh, you could imagine. With uh, Linkerius, we decided to create something which is really different in the way people experience uh, graph exploration. In Giphy, it's for scientists. So you load everything, even if you have a graph of one million nodes, you create a map of it and you start to investigate. It's very complex for most of people. And people say also a lot of uh, wrong things because they don't really uh, understand the way they can use a tool and uh, interpret, analyze uh, the information in it. So with uh, linker use, we wanted to take a totally different approach where we first consider that data is too large. So we won't see everything. We just start with an entry point. And from there, because for instance, you are a fraud analyst uh, who is looking for a suspicious uh, activity on an account, you will uh, explore uh, the activity of this uh, of this account, the relationship it has to uh, to other customers and other uh, contextual data you have, and because you dynamically visualize only what you want to answer your question, it's much more efficient uh, in a business context. So with Giphy, we've taken some of the approach uh, about what could be good layouts. Uh, how it could be interaction with uh, with the network, but here we wanted to make it for enterprise. So it comes first with the experience of navigating the graph, and also the context where most uh, companies now use web-based technologies. Mm-hmm. It is much easier to uh, to deploy, and we've created uh, with Linkerius a sort of middleware on top of Neo4j that quickly helps. Uh, to deploy a business intelligence solution uh, that is suitable for uh, graph databases. I'm a big fan, as you know. So uh, I've, I've, I've used it, I've seen it, I've demonstrated it at many, many different occasions. Um, but what, what, what I find interesting is that you, you mentioned that you, you, know, you sort of rolled into this from the scientific point of view. But you know, what was it that, you, that attracted you in the first place? You personally, Sebastian, you know, why did you get into this? <laughs> <laughs> it started. Uh, it started to be uh, to be a long time now, about ten years ago, I will say. And when I was uh, a student at uh, my uh, uh, engineering university, uh, Université Technologie de Compiègne in uh, in France, where I've had this uh, uh, crazy professor, a uh, very good friend of mine, uh, even today, uh, that was fond of networks and uh, especially. Uh, web networks, how people would use the web to uh, create uh, information, to share it. Uh, the the professor didn't have a, a, a technical background, but uh, he was coming more from literature. But he was very fond of something that was emerging at the time called network science. And network science, which is a study of graphs, uh, really pushed forward the ability to talk about complexity, to talk about networks, and to be able, after that, to create tools. So at that time, uh, we, I, f- I fell in love with uh, the 
ability to uh, explore such complexity and to make beautiful maps, basically. Wow. Was there one specific uh, network or one specific map that you thought was you know, inspiring uh, at the time? Um, I, I, I would remember a map uh, about web online communities, uh, migrant communities in particular, because we also closely worked with uh, a, a laboratory of sociology who studies how a uh, migrant group of people stay connected uh, through, uh, through the web, through forums, websites, blogs. And uh, we created maps to better understand how they, co they connect, uh, how they keep in touch, and also to study uh, what is the position of uh, the institutional websites, for instance, what is the dynamic uh, on the blogosphere at that time. And uh, it, was, uh, it was really beautiful studies. I mean, I think everyone has like a favorite graph, <laughs> at least in our community. Though I, I, I personally, I once uh, one of my favorite ones was a really small graph, which was a, a social network of dolphins, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was super interesting, um, super cool. Well, Sebastian, you know, you've been at this for for quite some time, like you said. Uh, so, what, what if I gave you a crystal ball and asked you to look into the future? <laughs> What, what what would that what would you see you know what would you see for for our industry for the science for for link careers as well potentially you know what's what's in the crystal ball well for for me it's pretty clear what uh, what will happen for graphs because we uh, were able to uh, to, uh, to to discover not only on the scientific side but also on the enterprise, uh, thanks to uh, to the work of uh, of Neo4j to popularize uh, graph database, that uh, we uh, graphs can uh, help solve uh, answer complex questions, even uh, from uh, from machines to be more efficient uh, uh, to, uh, to quickly query. Uh, complex uh, complex context, but also uh, to help humans better understand what, uh, what's going on. So we see use cases in uh, uh, fraud uh, detection, anti-money uh, laundering, network management, and knowledge management in, uh, in general. Uh, it's still, there is still a lot of uh, new uh, venues where graphs will be uh, will be useful. So I see graphs as uh, a very important uh, subset of data intelligence in, uh, in, in general. And it is here to answer complex questions that statistics cannot answer it alone. And because of this, uh, of this value, uh, it will become more and more important tomorrow to build a complex uh, solution that will involve graphs. So graphs will have a bright future and they are here to stay. It's been only 15 years uh, from the beginning of network sciences and we've seen a lot of inspir inspiration from, uh, uh, that came from, uh, from science to create new businesses. For instance, uh, the creation of LinkedIn was inspired by the work of sociologists to study the six degrees of separation, sure. or 
Google, the famous PageRank algorithm, was also an inspiration from how we could uh, create ranking uh, in, a, in, a in a network. And it happened also from a scientific uh, point of view first. And only with these two uh, examples, it created a huge uh, uh, huge diffusion, a very huge impact in terms of, uh, of innovation and businesses. And we are barely get started with uh, what could come next. And I'm assuming that Linkurious is also has a very bright future ahead. Um, you know, what's around the corner for you guys? Well, where is Linkurious going or what's in the new versions and stuff like that? What's in the future for you guys? Yeah, for, for us, it's... Um, I, I would say it's a, it's a rich man problem because there are so many uh, possibilities to apply networks that um, we uh, grow also very very quickly uh, from uh, from what we uh, from what we are and what we want is to create a company that will uh, that will last and become the leader in uh, what we call graph intelligence with in many situations, uh, when we have to do business intelligence with graphs, Linkerius is uh, the most easier, easier tool to, uh, to set up to help experiment and to implement in production uh, the tool uh, the analyst needs. So today, uh, we, um, uh, we are able to, uh, to expand very quickly uh, on our ability to, uh, to provide our solution. And the idea is to, uh, to provide uh, uh, something that can work in uh, in various uh, various contexts. So lots more use cases, lot more capabilities in the, into the into the product. Exactly. Fantastic. Well, Sebastian, uh, thank you so much for coming online. Uh, as you probably know, we we want to keep these podcasts fairly short, and uh, we'll put a, a bunch of links to uh, to your website to some of the examples that I know you guys are really good at uh, showcasing. Um, into the, the transcription. Uh, but I want to thank you for coming online. Uh, it's been great talking to you and uh, I'll see you at the next Graph event. Thank you very much, Rick. I would uh, also uh, uh, would like to, uh, to add a, a last uh, thing. Uh, sure. It is a thank you for uh, the whole team uh, at uh, Neo4g because when we started, we had no clue about uh, who uh, would like to use graph visualization in enterprise. So we've contacted you guys and uh, we, you were open enough to uh, uh, pro provide us some information and so that we could, uh, we could uh, get started and uh, also continue to provide more value to, uh, to your customers. So it, it helped a lot from the beginning. And I think you know, the feeling is mutual. I think we have a really good um, technology partnership and uh, we're going to expand on it. So thank you, Sebastian. I'll talk to you later, okay? Thank you, bye.